Support for WXAV 88.3 is being provided by Northwest Community Credit Union. For over 80 years, the credit union has been providing its members with a comprehensive roster of financial products and services to help them achieve their financial goals. Whether it's savings, checking, or loans, Northwest makes its services available with online and mobile banking for your safety and convenience. Coming soon, a new on-campus location. For more information, visit their website at nwccu.com or call them at 1-800-TO-BELONG. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago. With a second location at 2015 Ridge Road in Homewood, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, children's books, and bestsellers. For more information and upcoming events, please visit bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago. This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. What would you say is uh, your favorite part about being in a metal band? I don't know. I've always loved heavy metal, so it's my favorite type of music. So uh, to get to play your favorite type of music, I guess, and and still continuously into my late 50s playing that. So um, I'm very fortunate. Love to play metal. Growing up and everything, I'm sure it was a lot different with uh, the scene and everything. So how would you say it was like growing up? Well, it was different because everybody did tape trading back in the 80s, mid 80s, early to mid 80s. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no internet. There was no uh, computers, so nobody could do that. So um, basically, you had to know people and be a part of something and show up every weekend or every week and see each other. And that's how the scene was created by a scene because there was actually a scene of people there, you know. Right, absolutely. Look at the scene, you know. So it's changed so much since then because the internet's changed all that. The clubs are not the same. But I think that that's what made the. Um, the staple of and, and the foundation for what we built back then and what we still do now. Mm-hmm. Another thing was, is how do you feel about labels? Because I know like, obviously Exodus is typically labeled as like a thrash band and everything, but how do you feel about like labeling and music? I know like a lot of musicians feel like very differently on this topic. So I was curious. It's subgenres was, is we're thrash metal. We've always been thrash metal. It's a subgenre of heavy metal, like mm-hmm. death metal is like, like hair metal is, like, you know, industrial metal is, like anything else. It's got a subgenre to it. So mm. rockabilly and, and you know, there's all kinds of different subgenres of, of rock and roll. So it's just another sub- – I'm fine with it. We know we are. We're a thrash band. We've always been a thrash band and we'll always be a thrash band. Right. No, that that's cool. That's cool. Because I know a lot of people feel really differently about labels. So that's always, I always like to ask, like, hey, like, what's your opinion on it? You guys have been in the business for quite a while. How would you say that your music has evolved over the years, especially like the stuff you're releasing now compared to stuff you might have been releasing years ago? The musicianship is a million times better. Mm-hmm. I think the writing is a million times better. And I think as we're getting older, which doesn't usually go for any other type of genre of music but metal, as our music's getting way more violent and way more brutal than it used <laughs> to be. I'm just being honest with you. To me, Persona Non Grata is the most brutal yet. Yeah, no, I, I would have to agree with that. I'd have to agree from, from all the stuff I've heard from you guys that it definitely, it got more intense, if that's a good term for it. Definitely, good word for it. Definitely got more intense. 
So another question kind of in the same ballpark. How do you think that the music industry has evolved over the years? Uh, evolve or devolved? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the de-evolution of it? Oh, uh, um, <sighs> lucky we're, we're very lucky to have a good label like Nuclear Blast that gets what we do and every gets what they do, what every band does on their label. Mm-hmm. They know how to do it and working with us together because we had been around for so many years going from label to label that just really didn't know from uh, torrid to combat, combat to capital, you know, capital to nowhere. The, the Nuclear Blast has been our label since 2002. So mm-hmm. once you got a good fit and they know what you're doing, it's, it works out that way. We're fortunate. No, that's good. It's always good to have a steady, a steady ebb and flow but, but of the things. Business, I mean, it's changed. like, uh, you know, they, the labels don't put near of the of the bands because they're not selling records anymore. Mm-hmm. The whole idea when you put a band on tour was to get them to go see them live. And then the next day, man, they were so great the night you're going to go run out to the record store and buy that album. Right. Well, you don't do that anymore. You know, you just pull your phone and some moron was out there with the phone up. You could see the song live right there. Doing. There was never that mystique when I was a kid. Right. You went and saw up. You know, went to a day on the green, or you went and saw ACDC in 78 or 79. You went and bought the record the next year. You bought the, the album the day before and went and saw the band because of the album. You know, it was all about the album was the catalyst. You know, all the album does now is gives you something to go tour on. But, you know, after the record gets released, everybody and their mother will pirate it and do what they can on it. There was never the case before. Right. Before you had to go, you had to see. When the Ramones came around on tour when I was a kid, you had to go see the Ramones. There was no other way you could see them. You know, there was no video cameras in the in the in the crowd. There was no way you had to go to the show. That was the way. That's how I liked that. Right. That way, still. Yeah. So how would so would wouldn't you say that um, compared to how it is now versus how it was then and everything, especially with the effects of COVID and the pandemic on the scene and everything. Wouldn't you say that it almost did a complete kind of 180? Kind of. There's just, it seems like there's always a new challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always, okay, now this, I remember, I remember when concerts were eight and 12 bucks. Oh and yeah. And now what they are is because the musicians had to learn how to make money because they're not selling uh, records anymore. Nobody is not in, from our genre, not in hard rock, not in any of that. Right. I mean, look, the new Iron Maiden album will probably sell anywhere from sixty to a hundred thousand copies. But then they'll go around the world and they'll sell out every stadium in the world. Right. You know what I mean? They'll merchandise in that. So basically the catalyst is it's just because it's not that you need to buy, not saying that people won't listen to it. They're just they'll find other forums to listen to it than just buying that. When before they had to buy it, you know what I mean? And I just mm-hmm. think that's the sad part about it. And no doubt, you know, and again, that's no disrespect, nothing but respect to Iron Maiden. The show looked, we may only sell actually physically 100,000 copies, but we'll do 55,000 in one place. You know what I mean? One night. What does that tell you right there? No, absolutely. There's Spotify and there's this and this guy and that guy. There's a million ways to, to listen to it. So it's not... Uh, it's, you know, it's not like it used to be. The only way to listen to it was to go to fucking Tower Records or Galaxy Records or or, or um, the Record Factory and go pick it up the day it came out. You know what I mean? That was the only way to get it before. Now it's all, it's different. No, absolutely. It's, everything's, everything's different, you know. The medium changed. 
Yep. So how would you say uh, social media impacted or the like introduction of social media impacted the music industry? It made it, it made it more accessible for people to get to, uh, to their favorite bands. Definitely. There's a plus and minus to it. You know what I mean? But then again, it took the mystique away from it. I think, you know what I mean? It took the, mm-hmm. what was really be going on behind the scene, but that's with everything. I mean, before I would like be like, you were at a concert, man, and you saw, like, you know, I don't know, Angus walking off a bus. One of the guys in Aerosmith, he looked over and he waved at you. You'd be so pleased because it's such a rare thing. Mm-hmm. Now, people film themselves and put it on their own Instagram with them doing shit like that. There's no validity to it anymore. It's not special. You know what I mean? It's not like, wow, this is how cool was that? I got to check this out. And it's, you know, and, and, and this was so cool. And, 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 and man, I just like took an exclusive picture or whatever. Now it's like, there's a camera on everybody's telephone. That wasn't the case when I was, there wasn't a camera everywhere. You either mm-hmm. brought it a nice instamatic with you with the little cubes that went off thing live, or you were one of those nerds. I mean, honestly, it's, <laughs> people didn't bring them, they didn't, but now everybody's phone has a camera. So what's the greatest memory to get with anyone is it a photo. So, you know, or a video, and so there you go, you know, so, and it puts it in your hands, so the mystique is gone, as far yeah. as... Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree, I would, I would definitely, I'd even go as far as to say, like, that sometimes people's entire concert experiences could be, or they almost determine it on, like, oh, did I get a good picture, instead of, like, was it a good show, did I live in the moment, did I have a good time, it's like, oh, did I get any good pictures from it, what can I post from this, you or know? pictures themselves with the band behind them, like, you know, like, look, look where I'm at, I'm at this key, you know, it's like, oh my God, watch the show, phone down, you know, it's just right. like, but, but we're, we don't get a lot of that because, you know, when we go to play, there's a mosh pit, there's people going crazy, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance it'll get knocked out of your hand, I mean, it happens, but, you know, but um, in, in our genre of metal, it's very, um, uh, uh, there, there's not, 40 people in the front holding the camera because they won't be able to. The thing yeah, no. <laughs> Which is kind of, kind of works in our favor. No, absolutely. So would you say like that that would be one of the cooler parts about being in a metal band is that when you do go to your shows, there there always is that like energy there, no matter, you know, what's going on. There's always an energy that's unlike shows in any other genre. For the 36 years that I've been doing this, I've always said that thrash metal is the best genre of music because the crowd is just as much a part of the show as the band is. Mm-hmm. Has been. No, Think I, about yeah. it, looking out at it and going, Jesus Christ, look at these maniacs killing each other. This weekend we played a full terror assault. I don't know if you saw it. There was a, we had a golf cart mosh pit. <laughs> No, I did. I didn't hear about that. That's Go how online. did that happen? Right now, we have a golf cart mosh pit during Toxic Waltz. And the visual is absolutely maniacal. That's awesome. <laughs> that is really cool. Not many bands, I feel like, can can say that they've had that happen there <laughs> at one of their no shows. One's ever had a golf cart mosh pit? It's the first. <laughs> That's really cool. So, what would you say was one of your like most memorable shows that you performed at? Most memorable Dynamo in '88 was the first time I'd ever walked out, and there was thirty thousand people in front of me, ever. So you got to remember, I joined Exodus in '86. Mm-hmm. We'd always big crowds, you know, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. But that one always sticks out in my head. And then since then, I've done 
I've headlined in front of 110,000 before. So I've been very fortunate to play in front of big crowds and memorable crowds mm-hmm. all over the world. All the Exodus fans are great all over the world. They're very loyal and uh, they always bring it. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely feel like metal fans in general like are, are it's a much more loyal fan base too because, yeah. you know, it's the, the kind of appeal to metal is that it is different. It's something that you don't get to, you know, it's not, every band is totally different and every band has a different experience. And so I think fans like to be loyal to their band that they relate to. I agree. Absolutely, absolutely. So I have one last quick question for you. Sure. What does college radio mean to you? Um, college radio is is what keeps well basically for metal it's what how people get to listen to the music because without college radio and this has been since the 80s this this and punk genre of music would not get heard by anybody so that's what college radio means no i absolutely agree with you that's you know it's hard to get exposure to new stuff nowadays and it's hard to you know or, or it's overexposure you know, you get exposed to so many bands in a genre or so many, there's so much coming at you that I feel like sometimes you can get overwhelmed, but you know, you hear the song on the radio at the right time and it's like, oh, that was really cool. I might check them out, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Or like you were saying earlier with the shows, you go to a show and you know, you hear a band that, you know, was maybe opening for another band and you're like, they're really cool. I want to check them out next too, you know? So what's great about metal is you can do yeah i've been doing that since i got into metal there's always a new band that goes whoa you heard these guys they're pretty cool so <laughs> I, that's just uh, that that's the great thing about metal always right. something always something new always something going on well yeah. absolutely we will be sure to check out more of the new exodus music coming out and uh absolutely appreciate you calling in and doing this interview with me. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ollie. Be good, and we'll see you soon, okay? You too. See you soon. Have a nice day. You too. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, wxav.com, for more information on your escape from Ordinary Radio.